Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Barry Spencer. Barry, you are the co-creator and CEO of Wealth With No Regrets. You're on the web at wealthwithnoregrets.com. Barry, thank you for joining us. Hey, great to be with you, Josh. Thanks for having me on. All right, give us the overview. What is Wealth With No Regrets? I mean, we're really showing uh, wealthy owners, business owners, entrepreneurs, uh, CEOs and executives how to live and give more generously before and after retirement, making their money work for them and for the things that matter to them most and making it work better for them. Yeah. So what does that look like? How are we doing that? Yeah. See, I think most people enter into um, the thought of retirement, whether you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, or 60s, and you say, you know, what's the next thing for me? Yeah. And as you think about that, most of the time, the financial industry honestly lets you down because the industry says, well, hey, you got enough money. Here's a portfolio. What's an average return? And what can you take off the portfolio over the years? And they kind of really oversimplify it. Mm-hmm. And it really leaves people perplexed. Like, what can I really do here? And so as a result, they don't do much of what they could otherwise do in a couple of areas, really generate the kind of income they could, could generate, uh, invest in a way that builds their confidence. And number three, be able to uh, reduce their taxes in a way that puts more money in their pocket and help the causes they care about. And so we really help people figure out how to do that. Yeah. Well, uh, you you said the T word, taxes. Why don't we start there? Because I know that I always love hearing, you know, maybe some of the major, you know, if there's maybe something takeaway, right, that we could could kind of share in, in this conversation about things that business owners ought to make sure that they're taking under consideration when it comes to their own tax savings. Certainly, you know, as your businesses start to do better and, you know, thankfully we live in Florida where, you know, the the, the taxes are pretty good if you're a business owner. Uh, but, you know, on the on the personal side, the federal taxes, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So we we want to get smarter about how maybe as leaders Maybe we're paying ourselves, uh, you know, how we're categorizing um, some of those uh, line items. What are some maybe very high level things that that every business owner ought to be taking a look into? Yeah. So first of all, the when you're working and as you're building your business, you're established, you already have a revenue. I mean, those are the folks we deal with. They already have, they have a really good revenue, really good profitability. They're not new startups. Um, they're probably within five, 10, 15 years of selling the business, let's say. Um, but while they're working, they're, you should be paying yourself in such a way you get the QBI deduction, QBI deduction. And so you're paying yourself a little bit less, uh, taking withdrawals and that kind of thing. Uh, so you're getting a little bit of a tax break. There's a little bit of a com- complicated uh, solution and, and calculation, but uh, any qualified CPA should be saying, uh, you know, here's how you here's how you get the QBI deduction as a business owner while it's available. It came through through the Trump tax law, so that's mm-hmm. one piece. 
how you set up your 401k plan uh, for the company and for your employees is also, you can set it up so it benefits the business owner. And in terms of how you pay fees and costs of that plan, how you can put more money away into that plan, how you can jam full a lot of dollars into that plan. So there's lots of ways to structure. And I find that a lot of business owners, while they're growing their business, they kind of don't have someone that really helps them figure out how to really structure it. They just put one in, hey, we got to do this for employees. And most 401k plan uh, designers just think, how can I get this done as fast as I can and make yeah. a dollar on the on the plan? And oh, that's yeah. really short-sighted. It's very, very short-sighted. And so uh, for the business owners we work with, we say, let's really, let's spend the time designing it so it really works for you. So while they're working, that's the piece. And then there's a, a piece when it comes to selling, I can share as well about the biggest mistake people make there. Uh, I think we've already started touching on this a little bit, but if I'm a business owner, why uh, why am I probably missing out if I uh, go, let's say, just go to a wealth manager at my local bank or something like that? I, I can tell you my experience is I felt like we were speaking different language because I was referring to my business as an asset and and a, a a revenue a passive revenue generation asset long term and yet is really just looking at it as an income source right and well that's all well and good josh but really we got to get you into this 401k product because only then then you can retire at age 65 like everybody else dot 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 and i'm like man i don't feel like you get me <laughs> They don't. And so just think about the revenue model for a bank. I mean, the revenue model for the bank, they want to do banking business, which means they want to hold assets on their bank, right? So they want you to have cash sitting in their bank, that kind of thing. Um, and, and they want to do lending. So banks are really about lending because yeah. banks lever 10 to 1, typically speaking. So the more assets they have on their account, so they're really thinking about their, well, you're saying as a business owner, I want to think about the assets on my books. The bank is thinking, I want assets on my books. That's what they're thinking about. And so they're not aligned. Your interests are not aligned between you and the bank, the business owner and the bank. They're not aligned. And so uh, they want your assets and they want to just lend that money out and they want to lend money to you. So in that, in that way alone, when, you're at, when that's not aligned, that's not good. So what you want in someone that is really a, uh, an advisor for you, you want someone that's an advisor for you as a business owner and thinking through, you know, what is your process with the business? Are you trying to create a lifestyle business out of this? Are you trying to build it and sell it? You know, what's your, are you trying to sell it to employees? So you can go down the road of doing an ESOP to employees if you want to sell it to employees, or you can think, well, what's my, what's my target for being, what's my multiple I'm trying to get? And then building in that way, if you have partners in the business, you think, what could go wrong? So then you got to think about all the things that could go wrong in the business. An employee leaves or a partner leaves or a vendor's gone. You know, what are those things? What happens if you pass away? And all those kind of things you got to think about as a business owner to make sure the business is solvent, make sure it's strong and make sure you build it towards the end that you're looking for. And, um, and those are big differences. If you want to leave, if you're building it for the, for the family to take over the business, that's a totally different approach to how you uh, build and wow. save along the way than if you're trying to build to an exit. And having come where my dad was a business owner, uh, I strongly recommend not building a business for the family to take it over. That's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, instead, really building it, create a liquidity event for yourself and then do whatever you want with the kids, right? Help yep. them build their own business. Give them some seed money to help them build their business. Whatever the case is. Agree. The business will never, ever, ever be as valuable to anyone else as it is to the one that created the business. 
There's wow. no one else that knows the value of that business better than the one that created it. The second and third generation does not know, typically does not know that business value like the one who created it, who blood, sweat, tears, yeah. you know, work through it, almost lost the business two or three times, you know, broke, almost went bankrupt. I mean, they know the value of that business over time. So the best person to maximize that value is the one who created that business. Wow. What you just shared there, I think just dispelled a, you know, huge, you know, cause I think sometimes we think, well, this is my baby. I've worked so hard. I, I want to make sure it's in, in good care and I love my kids and, and they can do it. They can do it. <laughs> But that's not what the statistics show. I, I've heard that as well, but I'm so glad that you're bringing it up. Yeah, very few. I'm just going with the statistics on that. I mean, the very the, the majority says it doesn't work. Uh, I have a good friend of mine I wrote about in my, uh, my first book, The Secret of Wealth and Regrets, and I share his story in there because he's a third generation business owner and uh, he did do well, but his parents... Uh, his dad, and then uh, made him start at the bottom. He was working in the warehouse. He was oh, having sales yep. on the front lines. Yep. Like, oh, I mean, he got a good role. I mean, he got a good path forward. But that being said, I mean, he had to work through all those pieces and he had character and uh, and he understands the value of the dollar and he just loves to work. He and I grew up together where both of our parents uh, said, you're going to teach you how to work and we know how to work. But most kids in the second and third generation really aren't taught to work. And so you have to take that into account. The best way to learn how to work is when everything's on the line, it's your money and you're going to learn how to work, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Barry, um, you know, obviously, you know, your brand is wealth with no regrets. And then you've written the book, The Secret of Wealth with No Regrets. What's with the no regrets thing? Well, my father uh, was an entrepreneur, very successful entrepreneur and business owner, who did his job to build a business that created a good amount of income and also wealth for he and my mom together. At the age of 62, my dad lost a battle with cancer. And losing a battle with cancer at the age of 62, I became co-executor, co-trustee of his estate. And as I took over the advisors he had hired, CPAs, money managers, bankers, and the like, I thought this is a colossal nightmare of what was put together. All the legal documents in place, all within the last few years before he died, but nothing. There was no income plan, investment plan, tax plan, nothing. And so he had accounts, he had money, he had assets, but no way for how to maximize that money. And so I reflected back before my father passed away and he said, Barry, you know, you're going to have to take care of mom. And it didn't hit me till later because I was thinking, well, why would I have to take care of mom? Dad, didn't you take care of mom? right? Why would I have to do it? And he did. He did his part, but the advisors didn't do their part. And it's not their fault. They were well-intentioned, well-meaning, but they weren't geared to business owners. They weren't geared to people with wealth, right? And so as a result, I had to clean that up. And what I realized is my dad left with regrets. He left us with regrets, right? Um, assets that got uh, diminished unnecessarily, uh, taxes that never got dealt with, and then how to figure out how to build income plans and the like wasn't wasn't in play. So uh, what I want to do is help people figure out how to maximize the dollars for themselves, for their family, and the causes they care about, and do it so they have no regrets. They lived life to the fullest, to full abundance, and uh, they know they did they did they know they did their very best. And here, uh, well done, good and faithful servant. So. Yeah, it was just browsing your social media and I saw that one article that you had shared and it looks like you have some expertise around or some knowledge about is uh, setting up a charitable trust. Um, there's a uh, population my wife and I are very just we love um, and we we want to be able to do a lot of good in that world. Um, you know, we're getting to the point in our business where, you know, we've got 
you know, more resources that we can allocate toward uh, good in the world. Um, what is a charitable trust? How does that work for someone like a business owner like myself? So from a, from a limited time perspective, I just say, ultimately, it's this. When you have an uh, asset that has a high capital gain, so whether it's a piece of land, office building, rental property, uh, business entity, uh, stock assets, or the like, and there's a high capital gain in it, uh, mm. most people don't want to pay that capital gain tax. You have the capital gain tax plus the net, net investment income tax plus the state tax on that. So if you mount all the taxes up, it can be pretty high if it's a large capital gain. And so what the charitable trust allows you to do is avoid the uh, avoid the capital gain in the sale of that trust. So you're able to uh, create a, create that trust. You're able to take that high gain asset, move it into the trust. You sell the asset inside the trust. You avoid the capital gain in the sale when you do it by selling it inside the trust. Then you can diversify those assets inside the trust. You get a tax deduction for doing that. So you avoid the capital gain tax, and you get a and you get a, a, a tax deduction. And now you diversify the asset. You create an income stream. And then you, and at the same time, you're setting up a charitable legacy because when, yeah. when the term of that trust is done, the charity gets the remainder benefit of it as well. So it's a very powerful asset to where you are involving charity for the causes you care about, which is not the IRS, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're able to get a lot of the benefit right up front, right at the beginning, which can really multiply that benefit over the years ahead. And the math on it's just incredible. Wow. Uh, for for people that want to be generous towards others, it's the math is just incredible. I want to talk with you some more <laughs> about that. Uh, so, uh, and other people that are listening to our conversation, when they go to wealthwithnoregrets.com uh, and they're like, they're interested, you've got some books, like where, how, I mean, there's multiple ways that they can kind of keep moving forward in the relationship with you. Where should they go? Yeah, the number one way would be hit us up on uh, a comfort conversation with me. That's one. That's the best way to do it. Um, if you want a copy of the book, I'll send you a copy of my book. Um, but the best way is just sit, hit, 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 hit the uh, info button and say, hey, I want to have a conversation with Barry. Not sure if we're a fit or not. Not sure where we stand. But just to see, here's who I am. Here's what I'm about. And in that conversation, I'm usually... Uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Let me give you a few thoughts on where you stand. And uh, and then we can kind of go from there. I can kind of point people in a good direction at that point. So uh, wealthwithnoregrets.com. Um, you can call in um, is 678-278-9632. Uh, or my email is barry, B-A-R-R-Y at wealthwithnoregrets.com. Just say, hey, I'm a business owner. I heard you on uh, Josh's uh, of my influence. And hey, does this is this relevant for me or not? Mm. In, about, in about 15 minutes, I'll be able to say, hey, here's a few things you should look at and what do you want to do next? Oh, fantastic. Awesome. All right. Barry Spencer, uh, your, your books, you have three books, The Secret of Wealth with No Regrets, The Serving Leader and Retire Abundantly, uh, and, and of course, your main website, wealthwithnoregrets.com. Barry Spencer, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, great to be with you. Thanks for having me on, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest 
I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.